This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Mein Bratwurst has a first name, it's F-R-I-T-Z. Mein Bratwurst has a second name, it's S-C-H-N-A-C-K-E-N-P-F-E-F-F-E-R-H-A-U-S-E-N. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. You did it! <laughs> One take! <laughs> One take! <laughs> One take, Johnson. You nailed it. They call me. You nailed it. Okay, Rob, wow. Rob Paulson yeah. would be proud. Yeah, wow. Welcome. Uh, man can dream. <laughs> welcome, 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 everyone, to Two Bad Neighbors, your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons one through ten. My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And we're talking We're we're talking about the Disney of talking it all. Talking Poppins. Yeah, talking Poppins. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Bobbins. Fresh. Bobbins, excuse me. Uh, an original character. Like That's right. Ricky Rouse. And Ronald, Ronald Ruck? Ronald, Ronald Muck. Ronald Muck? Yeah. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> I always loved that line. I thought it was always so, so fucking funny. Um, yeah, this is this is what we do we talk about the simpsons until we fall asleep and um <laughs> it's late and i'm almost there because sleepy uh, boy yeah well i did a show today that's right um and, and drove and drove here. from banff here today and yeah, we I'll did we did another episode already yeah and um yeah i'm i mean it's it's great i'm i'm running on uh let's see here what uh it's very what have you eaten today is that you're trying to yeah i'm trying to remember out? if i oh i'm running chips i'm i'm running on Two bags of chips, regular flavor, regular always <laughs> original, regular regular. original, original, old Dutch regular is what it's called. Yeah. Um, two. Well, let's say let's not say a full bag because those are Halloween they're bags. Little Halloween they're bags. little Halloween little bags. Tiny guys. They're two, not like hundred and twenty gram bags. They're like they're like fifty gram bags. Sure. So I got it's one a bag of chips. Fistful each. Yeah. <laughs> Couple fists. Yeah. I got one individual got bag of chips in me. I got a I got a gluten free brownie. Two pieces of jerky and some bacon and eggs from. Well, you got your protein. Ten, 10 that's o'clock really this you morning. Need. I got that from ten o'clock this morning. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. It's not me. It's, <laughs> that's good because I was getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're here to we're going to talk about other stuff. Yeah, uh, like The Simpsons. The Simpsons, a TV yeah. show. That yeah, we talk about. Uh, we before we get into that though, we do have some mailbag to get through. Cool. Let's do which, it. Uh, I believe we have corrections and omissions. We have a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so first of all, hang on. Oh, corrections and omissions. Gonna correct you and gonna tell what you missed. TBN. (laughs) The classic theme song. Everyone knows. We all know it. Yep. Uh, uh, we were asked by Koi. Uh huh. Still not sure who that is. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You think everyone's Eve. I do. It's a safe bet. Yeah. He's fooled us before, so... It takes one to know one. (laughs) Uh, We were asked by him to do our best. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Uh Uh-huh. You know what that's These pretzels are making me thirsty! That was good. Thank you. These pretzels are making me thirsty! (laughs) 
<laughs> you got one, Thea? <laughs> These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> nice. There you go, Koi. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, <laughs> and then uh, also, apparently, he sent us the Spanish voice actor video uh-huh. at one point that we talked about in the Twisted World with Mark Simpson. Yep. Um, so thanks. <laughs> I think he just wanted to be like, I told you about it, too. Huh. Maybe you should remember. You did. Thanks. Yep. Um, oh, boy, we have a bunch. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Real Jims wrote to us. Yeah. Nice to hear from him, past and future guest. Um, <laughs> we were uh, we were t- asking about the Simpsons mystery of who Mabel was. That's right, and uh, of course, being the expert on Simpsons mysteries, he's a sleuth. Yeah, he uh, deduced. I wonder if he has a little hat. I think he has a little hat. All right. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's way. necessary for yeah. the the career. Yeah. If you're he's a detective, you gotta have a little hat. He's on the case. Somewhere to hide your like, secrets. Just like Pikachu. <laughs> um, he, he had two uh, possible reasonings about this Mabel character. Yeah. Um, number one is the only other thing Bart has done in the episode so far is taunt Lisa with his time for chili hat. Oh yeah. Therefore, Mabel has to be someone Bart previously showed his precious hat to, and Lisa's stuck listening to him about it. <laughs> or alternatively, Mabel is the person who sold him said chili hat. Mm. But the second possibility, he is referring to one of the co-leads of the series Gravity Falls, which can now be seen on Disney Plus. Of course. Uh, you can see the series plus all the episodes of The Simpsons in a gloriously gloriously cropped 16 by 9 aspect ratio at a low, low monthly price of six ninety nine per month or eight ninety nine per month in Canada. Do we want to get into this now? Is this, well, I, is this I mean, we I'm just do? reading what's written down. Do, do we want to get I, into this now? <laughs> we have a couple more all right. mailbags. All right. Put a pin in the cropping for now. Um... So a couple other things. Uh, Miles, uh, past feature guest, wrote in. Yeah, um, and he's on my side. He, he well for the season nine debate. Yes, he's on your side. Yeah. Um, so put that in your already spreadsheet. Did. Already. Did. All right, relax. <laughs> um, <laughs> Excel. <laughs> yeah. No, Thank it's you. Word. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so he talks uh, about how we were talking about Homer's uh, drunkenness. And his uh, being in... Yeah, we're making light of uh, alcoholism. <laughs> uh-huh. As we were wont to do. Yeah. And um, basically he said that he has he's worked in the service industry, and so he can tell that functioning alcoholics can go from sober, in a lot of quotes, to drunk and back again, depending on the situation. Mm. He's seen it hundreds of times. Homer's behavior on the episode is pretty spot on when it comes to an alcoholic, at least as far as he can uh, observe. Uh, so... We were talking about how, like, ah, I don't buy that he's fall down drunk one moment and then perfectly sober the next moment. And Clearly, so that's we are what, not functional yeah, alcoholics. We're, we're not functional alcoholics, so we don't know how that works. That can change. I can work on that. I mean, I've been working on it for years. Good. Uh, <laughs> like to hear this spoken from experience next time. Right. <laughs> that's right. Working on it. We'll get um, there. We'll get there. <laughs> and then uh, he asked, how in an episode that crosses over with the X-Files, it talks about every other role David Duchovny has been in, and Greg talking extensively about Twin Peaks. Did he not bring up David's role as Denise in Twin Peaks? Did you forget? Is that some of the cut material available on Patreon? Patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. Just seemed like a missed opportunity to tie it all in together. What do you have to say for yourself? Um, I That's a great question. Um, <laughs> did I forget? No. Did I care to mention it? No. Is it in the cut material? You'll just have to find oh, out. You gotta subscribe. Yeah, gotta subscribe. Two bucks a month. That's it. That's- yeah, cheaper than a cup of coffee. There's over 20 minutes of deleted material from that episode. <laughs> that episode. Good work, us. That episode nearly turned into a dumpster fire. 
So I guess in my defense, mm-hmm. I just I wanted to start talking about things that I that I wanted to talk about, and um, to be perfectly honest, um, it uh, yeah I guess I must have just forgot uh, or just failed to mention it um, simply because uh, the Twin Peaks that I was mostly talking about was the return, and uh, Denise appears very 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 briefly in it. So okay. it wasn't at the forefront of my mind. Understood. Uh, one last mailbag. All right. Because uh, we're going to be gone for a while. So I want to make sure we get all of them in there. Yeah. Uh, we got a message from Maxime from Montreal, Quebec. What? Yeah. Wow. Uh, they can hear us from that far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they say, back when we were doing season seven, we wondered if we had any listeners in the province of Quebec. And oh. we do. Hey. Uh, they live in the Montreal area and discovered our podcast earlier this year, thanks to The Real Gyms. Oh. Um, binge listened to it all the way through from the beginning till now. And it's an excellent diversion from usual board game podcasts, <laughs> which uh, I don't know too many board game podcasts, but that sounds great. So yeah, it does. please let me know your favorites, Maxime. Um, I wonder if they mean uh, like board games or tabletop games in general mm, like D and like D and D or there, dun- there's yeah there's a fair amount of D and D podcasts yeah. dungeon world is a is another rpg that i like listening to oh yeah um it's very much more like um uh, role-playing rather than gaming right um and like collaborative storytelling and then there's like there's there's tons of them there's cool just tons of them so that might be what they're referring to or actual like oh we're gonna play uh, shadows over camelot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i like me personally i would love more of a like um like i don't know the right way to describe it but like to, to discuss the world of board games uh-huh less so like people playing games but like to talk about like oh there's an upcoming game that's a, this is the mechanics and because like i'm really fascinated by that stuff sure so, like, yeah shut up and sit down is one that i yeah. i listened to for a while but uh, they're very british <laughs> they're so british <laughs> They're great. <laughs> oh, I love them. But they're so but, British. Yeah. And uh, yeah, anyway. So yeah, let me know, Maxime. Uh, their story, when they were a kid in the 90s, uh, their sister and themselves would often watch the show when coming back from school before going to bed when it was airing on Teletoon as a teen. Most of the people they knew either watched the show avidly or at least casually. Neither their parents nor their friends' parents would prevent them from watching the show. Uh, not even sure it was a thing in Quebec to be anti-Simpson South Park, however... Uh, that's another story. Mm. Um, it's my mother. Yeah. <laughs> Which we will get to. <laughs> um, so in Quebec, the Simpsons, of course, is dubbed into Francais. French. Yeah. Into Le Francais. Is it, is it dubbed into French or Quebecois? Well, here's, here's the thing. All right. The show has two official French translations. Fucking one, knew it. One for Quebec and one for France. <laughs> Um, this isn't uncommon. A lot of shows have and movies have Quebec versions and France versions to uh-huh. satisfy both markets. Languages have different accents, idioms, and humoristic culture. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> what sounds funny and clever for a French person can sound ridiculous to a Quebecois and vice versa. Uh huh. <laughs> so uh, the in, that in-house translation definitely helped popularize the show in Quebec. Most Quebec translations of movies and TV shows try to dub in what is called international French to avoid alienating any audience, but The Simpsons is different. It's much closer to the way the average family talks in Quebec and is a rarity in Quebec dubbing. When The Simpsons came out, the only other car- cartoon that was dubbed that way was The Flintstones, which had been popular with adults for the same reason. Uh, their grandfather loves The Flintstones because, and they quote, il parle canadien. 
which of course translates to they speak Canadian. Great. <laughs> I speak French. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't care about The Simpsons, though. You do, since, though, right? Huh? I you do speak do, French. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't joking. <laughs> you just didn't sound like you believed yourself there. <laughs> well, it's been a while. I mean, I don't speak it regularly. Get confident, stupid. Never. You're going to start doing this this podcast bilingually. Yes, know? we got to record yeah. each episode you, You've twice. got fans in Montreal. you got to step up your game. Uh, it seems like their English is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so more about respect almost by necessity um, anyway just yeah their their grandfather doesn't actually care about the simpsons since subject matter of dysfunctional family doesn't appeal to him in the least uh sometimes the double change in american culture reference to local culture reference uh i believe most dubs of the simpsons do this because of that for a long time they thought the longest time that quebec has the bomb was changed in dubbing but thanks to us we they know that it was the original joke um and also, it's a great. They say it's a great way to learn about the original jokes that were changed in the translation, which is kind of fun. Uh, season nine, you're siding with Greg. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> add that to your column. Uh, they say sorry, DJ Tailspin. <laughs> you get tally on the wall behind um, you. It isn't one of the greatest seasons by any means, but they wouldn't say it was bad. It's all right. It has the most duds so far in terms of episodes, but they'd argue at least half of them are good or enjoyable. Uh, they admit they don't watch the season as much as the earlier ones, but have fond memories of most of it and happen to like episodes like City of New York versus Homer Simpson and the Cartridge Family, despite some of the cr- criticism. Um, I like the Cartridge Family for six minutes. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I've said it before. I'll yeah. say it again. It's been so long since I've watched that one, so I'm excited to watch it with this critical eye, but I, I remember disliking it. Adiaga 2. All the time. And Arugula. Oh, is that the one that starts with that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a funny joke. Yeah, it's... <laughs> The whole the whole soccer riot is very yeah, funny. That's a good that's a good little bit, and yeah. then it's, it's a it's great a badger plot. Great so. badger plot, one of the best. Uh, thanks for all the good times and the ones to come, and sorry for the very long email. Uh, and that's okay. But Apology also, accepted. also a quick PS, so it's not over yet. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, bonus tidbits about dubbing, which I really like this. Uh, so difference between the U.S., French, and Quebec versions of season one's The Crepes of Wrath, which we'd find interesting because in the final scene, Bart seeks help to communicate with a policeman in france that's right and so in the u.s version of course bart speaks in english the policeman doesn't understand him after that he realizes he has learned how to speak french and goes back to the policeman and that's what solves it in the french version or the france version bart speaks in french but the policeman doesn't know that bart is mistreated (laughs) after that he has the idea to speak to the policeman about the mistreatment and goes back to him (laughs) because he already speaks french yeah So he's just like, hello, please help me. And he's like, ah, no, I don't think so. And he's like, ah, rats. And then he's like, wait, maybe if I tell him I'm being mistreated. So he's an idiot. What? (laughs) You're being mistreated? (laughs) Let me help you, son. Uh, The Quebec version, Bart speaks in French, but the policeman doesn't understand because of his strong Quebec accent. (laughs) (laughs) And then after that, Bart has the idea idea to imitate the French accent in order to be understood. Oh, God. See, here's the fun part about that is that... um, the policeman would understand him, yeah, but he would be, mad be like, about it. he would be like, I don't understand you, son. I don't know what crazy accent this is. Do better French. And then he would be like, oh, God, you're such a pompous asshole. And then he would try and do the French accent. And then the police officer would be like, fine, I'll do my job. Yeah. French is funny. It is funny. <laughs> Thank you very much for the the message. Uh, we appreciate it. It's always great to hear from listeners from various places. It's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Oh. I've got a little map, and I'm putting little pins in each country yeah. <laughs> and province. Yeah. We've got UK, Edinburgh, Australia. Mm-hmm. Brazil. 
Oh yeah, Brazil, of Damn. course. Mexico. Yes, Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And of course the U.S. The United States, States of uh, wherever. Whatever that place is. Yeah. This is my United States, States of, of whatever. whatever. <laughs> what? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Is that 90s or 2000s? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All <laughs> runs together. <laughs> Let's introduce our guest. Yeah, we have a new guest today. Yeah, and uh, th- there's a lot of reason why she's on this episode, <laughs> which okay. we'll talk about. Okay, I shouldn't say a lot of reasons. Just trying to keep me out of trouble. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's Thea Killen Smith. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to have you with us. <laughs> Why are you here? (laughs) Uh, Mostly for the sparkling water. Oh, perfect. Well, I'm glad you enjoy it. Well, I I hope you enjoy it. I see a glass in front of me. Well, you never want one. The the Yelp reviews were great, so I figured I'd try you guys out. (laughs) Oh, my Yelp reviews are skyrocketing (laughs) on the sparkling water. It's all me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, thank you for never having it and always giving me five stars. It's part of a long con, you see. Really? (laughs) What's the con? I don't want (laughs) <laughs> it's a long con can't really yeah right, right. i'm gonna tell you, you my long soon. con thought i had you yeah thought i had you in my web um moriarty so hmm? okay <laughs> take it away Al. yeah we always like to do with our new guests a segment called what's your story okay so <laughs> yes and that's the reaction we like uh basically we want to know what's your relationship with the simpsons uh, what happened growing up in the 90s with it for you what personally? What happened to you? <laughs> what happened? Do you have a favorite episode? If That's you, between if me you and my therapist. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, I can't say I have a favorite episode. I really am lacking in The Simpsons all over my... I was not allowed to watch as a kid. Um, my mom did not approve we we had a black and white little TV in the kitchen and we got like four channels and, and she was busy watching the news. And, you know, this was <laughs> not something that really she wanted me to be taken in at that point in my life anyways. Yeah. You know, she, she had hopes for me. <laughs> the National, CNN. MSNBC, hey, 60 Minutes. Fox. Oh, CBS. Oh, very nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, she, books. Mm. I was an avid reader and right. she, she was really happy about that, but. I, I had the secret love of cartoons, and it yeah yeah that's the thing. So you've worked in cartoons, right? I have. Yeah, yeah I keep I, I have like the worst imposter syndrome for this ever. I've been working. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working in cartoons, um, paid I guess professionally yeah. they call that um, for five years now. That's great. Yeah, because yeah. uh, <laughs> you've done it with uh, um, Chinook, right? Animation? Yeah, Blue yeah. Water Studios for Chinook Animation. Because I believe Ali d- has done that as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, now I'm working with uh, the Hermit Collective What's in that? Calgary. Oh, they're awesome. Uh, it's uh, a couple I met through Chinook Animation. Yeah. Uh, they've been doing cartoons, voices like for years. It makes them sound really old and they're really not. Um, but they have a wonderful studio and a studio cat. I, I'm sorry. I can, Most important I'm part. sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have a cat. <laughs> Boy, I really want a cat today. <laughs> Comfort thing. That's, that's she, going on the Yelp review, by she, the way. She comes in, sits down, and knows <laughs> like cat. it's like this place feels like it has a pet. It feels like it has a cat, and I'm like, I don't have a cat. One. You lost your cat. It's just, where's the cat, Greg? It's the it's just the vibe that she's getting from me is that I want one <laughs> badly. Yeah. Oh, one day never happen. Um. Uh. So. 
what sorry i, I with this this play, hermit what is the it hermit say? collective hermit collective yeah. so so do they what do they produce like what what shows are they working on or well they're just sort of getting going um okay. they're they've been working on games lately oh. uh so we've got a game i'm I, did back in spring that's coming out in February, but NDAs like I video can't. Game? Yeah, 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 it'll be on on Steam. I can't oh, cool. say what it is. Can't say what it is for NDA NDAs, but you know, keep an eye out for games releasing in February on but, like, Steam. You can, you, you can like whisper it to me. <laughs> we'll cut this yeah. off, off, off mic just off yeah, mic I, okay? I don't like working no, I'd, like to, I'd like to keep working in, in the field yeah, so. that's, um, that's cruel that's, that's that's cruel is what I no, said and I meant they, to say uh, that's cool yeah and they, they just got mocap equipment so that's the next adventure <gasps> that fun. I'm really excited about you know I did a mocap thing like ages ago for some project at the university was it awesome and it was for like a mobile game or something I've never seen anything. <laughs> I don't think, I think they just stopped. Like, I think they were just yeah. like, ah, we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah. But I've never heard any word about, like, I, like, I did a bunch of stuff. I was, like, doing a bunch of, like, mocap shit. And I'm like, this is going to be cool to see the final product. Never saw it. Oh, so. I totally know. I, I did a the dubbing, English dubbing for World Trigger. And it just got scrapped. And I had like three solid characters, different voices, was so excited to just be like, that's me, that's me, that's me. <laughs> and nothing. And then Aww. I finally heard through the grapevine that it was canceled. And that sucks. I'm like, oh, I guess I get to talk about it now, though. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Um, so did you, when was the last time, if you can remember, oh. and just ballpark, when is the last time? <laughs> <laughs> so like worried about every cobwebs in my brain uh, that you watched an entire episode of The Simpsons before today. Oh God! <laughs> like it, it happens every once in a while because sure. yeah. you know you get on these cartoon loops, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch this, and because I just I love voice actors mm-hmm. and um, Nancy Cartwright specifically. Like I, I watched way more Nancy Cartwright videos than I do The Simpsons. <laughs> But every once in a while, you know, something comes up and you got to jump into it. I also picked up a nickname of Ned Flanders at a job a while ago. So that was like, I'm going to go back and reappreciate him because. Picked up a nickname of Ned Flanders? What do you mean? Like you, someone gave you the nickname Ned Flanders? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was, I was working in kind of a rough spot, you know, everyone was a little tougher than me and. Uh, and you were my, nice. My so good, they're like, oh, yeah, this Ned yeah. Flanders over here. They're trying like, to diss me joke, and I'm yeah. like. It's like, no, that's a nice man. thing. He's a nice man. And he's got great buns. <laughs> Like, he does. Feels like he's wearing nothing at all. I know. Ever since then, I've really been working on my squats. <laughs> I got a lot to live up to. That's true. <laughs> and he's ripped, too. I, I, I don't know if you've seen those ones, but there's some episodes where he rips his shirt off and he's fucking buff. Yeah. I mean, I got a keg under myself solid cardigan. under here. <laughs> Better than a six pack for a party. Yeah. <laughs> um, This was something, though, that we were talking about recently is uh, just on off the topic of voice actors is... Uh, the inevitable, like, demise of, I know it's, I was like struggling to find a better word, but the inevitable demise of the voice actors on The Simpsons and like how, yeah. like, they please stop the show so we don't have to go through this and like, because uh, we've, lo- they've lost their first major one. Well, I guess like Marcia Wallace was probably the first major one. And that was a while ago. But the, the Rusi Taylor just recently. Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse. Also Martin Prince. But, um, Rusty Taylor, that was horrible. That was so sad. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's she's with Mickey now. <laughs> That's right. She's with Mickey. Walt Disney. But Gray Griffin has taken over her roles. 
which is really awesome. And Gray is an absolute sweetheart. Yeah, and I I saw you mention this on on the socials, and I'm not familiar with her, but ah, go and get educated. Uh, I plan to. <laughs> this but, is part of it. Yeah, that's why I'm. That's why I brought you here. <laughs> like, tell me about it. <laughs> I, I uh, she was the voice of Reptar. The oh. one time it, it growled on oh. the screen there. Yeah, no, I just <laughs> like to start that up because it really confuses people and yeah. it doesn't. They don't know where to go with that. But I mean, that's like that's Frank Welker shit. That's like oh, level, you know. Like that's that's really cool <laughs> that she made cool dinosaur sounds. Uh, she's Daphne <laughs> on Scooby Doo. Like current Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, she's been in the game for uh, quite a while. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And uh, uh, you know, if she ever wants to be on the show. <laughs> We got a chair for her. <laughs> well, we'll try and bring her back for Comic Expo again. There you go. Yeah. Great. Um, cool. Greg, you've been quiet. Oh, yeah. You guys have been just fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's uh, that's your story. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's the end of that segment. <laughs> <laughs> Glad. Thank you for cutting me off then. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just, so uh, I haven't mentioned to Greg, but uh, I know that you are a big Mary Poppins fan, which is a reason why I asked you to be on this episode. And uh, we often have guests who either are like us and know way too much about The Simpsons, which is, <laughs> which is fine. I know nothing. We in, no, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we enjoy <laughs> those episodes, but it's always nice to have an quote unquote outsider perspective. Yeah, so you can show off. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, we are going to play trivia later, and we're going to win. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's part of it. It's, no, but it's, it's actually fascinating. It's cut from every episode. But. To be honest, like before we started this episode, uh, or this episode, Jesus, this podcast. Whoa, going back. This was like four years ago. Uh, I had the idea of doing this kind of thing, but with someone who's never seen The Simpsons before on each episode. Uh, so I put like a call out on my Facebook. I was like, who do I know that's never watched an episode of The Simpsons would be interested in talking about it? And like I had a pretty good response. But then like at the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, that's like too much of a nightmare to try and coordinate and probably won't last very long and blah, blah, blah. But I kind of took that once we started doing this podcast into my brain bank of I would like to have people who don't have the context of the show as much. Because growing up with The Simpsons is like a very different, uh, you become a different human being in a lot of ways. Uh, no, I always, usually. I always kind of felt bad about missing out on that. Yeah, like it was a big, it was, it was a big jokes. thing for, yeah, for a lot of people in the 90s. And so it's interesting to see how people who may have not had that context react to an episode today. And so this was one I thought would be interesting to have you on because you know Mary Poppins very well, and this is the Mary Poppins episode. So, Greg? <laughs> I would like to just quickly mention something. Please do. So, Mary Poppins fan, right? Oh, yes. Yeah? Very um, much. If you, if, you have a, if you were to say, like, if you, if you had a top ten movies, where would it fall? Would it fall in your top ten? I don't 10? have favorite movies. Right. I no, everybody hates that. But it's whatever <laughs> day is different. Things are influencing you differently. Um, but would you? you know, I would love Mary Poppins one day, and yeah. you know, another day I'd be like, oh, I don't have the patience for this almost two and a half hour movie. Or is it that long? About two, that two, sense, two yeah. hours, nineteen minutes. Not that anyone's counting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, here's the thing: I've never seen the film. <gasps> Yeah, not. No, this is great because you have the chance to experience it for the yeah. first time still. Yeah. 
I just feel like this is another Wizard of Oz. It certainly is. We should do. We should. We should do it. Yeah, we should. In commentary. Yep. Thousand right. percent. There we go. We found the. We found the next one, folks. Yep. It's for very the longest Poppins. time until this year. Greg had never seen Wizard of Oz, and I did. Got you love mad it? At him I every loved time. it. Yeah. It's, it's so good. It's a great film. Yeah. Judy Welsh. You know, before Judy Welsh. Ju- no, just Judy before she. Oh. She went down that path. Right. Oh, right. Yes, of course. Um, Judy Welsh. Judy Garland. Well, what, Putting yeah, words in my mouth I'm, here. I'm, I might mumble. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> so I I just watched uh, Julie Andrews in a another film where she plays a nanny, uh, Sound of Music. Yep. That's, that was I, recorded the year after. Yeah. It was made the mm. it was it was released the year after. Um and she's nominated for she wins for Mary Poppins, the best actress, and she's nominated for Sound of Music. Definitely should have won twice in a row. Mm. Well she Who was beat her. Uh it was Julie Christie. For, Who beat her for Sound also... of Music. I can't oh, remember wait. what the what the movie is. I'll look it up. But um Julie Christie won that year that uh Julie Andrews lost uh, in Sound of Music. Um, and I just watched Sound of Music for the very first time about a week ago. Uh, and it was absolutely wonderful. Uh, the, from the first half is. The, <laughs> uh, I would I would say all 183 minutes are 183% great. Um, I, I loved that movie from beginning to end. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that I already knew every song in it just through cultural osmosis and i feel like this is what's going to happen when i watch mary poppins i'm going to just know i'm gonna just know this movie in and out because i know all the beats from shows like this from uh people just talking about it did you ever see saving mr banks uh i have it downloaded on my phone (laughs) from something i don't know if you've heard of it it's called disney plus Mm. um something tells me you have Mm -hmm. but i got it and i'm going to watch thomas hanks play (laughs) sir walter Walter disney Disney. yes and um it's gonna be it's gonna be great because i hear uh emma thompson is in it as well (sighs) she sure is she plays pl travers spitfire and that's great who later plays nanny mcphee which is very mary poppins-esque yeah uh and i haven't seen illuminati confirmed returns i haven't seen that you won't have the same problem with the songs in that one okay (laughs) (laughs) i never watched that one yet but my point is like it's Sorry, very uh, darling was the movie Julie Christie won. For. Thank you, right. but Just it was. I don't know were, that one. Yeah, I don't know it either. How but. did how did that beat out? To, I need to watch this I now mean, to see. It's probably. It's I mean, probably it's the Oscars. Right. They're usually I mean, wrong. Well, like, um, Art Carney <laughs> beats Al Pacino for The Godfather Part Two. That's insane. Well, Julie Andrews almost didn't take the role of Mary Poppins because she was hoping to get cast as Liza Doolittle on My Fair Lady. Yeah. Yeah, and then she went on, didn't get cast. Audrey Hepburn obviously took that. Uh, she went on to do Mary Poppins and won. It was sort of sort of gave a good thumbs up at her Oscar Awards speech or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> I love Shade. She's uh, <laughs> excellent. She's so good in Sound of Music. It's crazy. I just want to read this uh, IMDb plot synopsis for the movie Darling. Do it. Beautiful but immoral model Diana Scott, played by Julie Christie. I'm hooked. Nice. Sleeps her way to the top of the <laughs> London fashion scene at the height of the swinging sixties. This is That's what beat the sound of music. I, yeah. maybe sleeps it's her brilliant. way to the top. I mean, now, now it didn't beat the sound of music. Sound of music did win picture. Yeah, won best picture okay. that year. But but this performance by Julie Christie. 
beat uh, Julie Andrews' performance yeah. as Maria von Trapp. Yeah. You know, I saw that movie when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Had no idea it was about Nazis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, neither because I never watched the second half. I mean, <laughs> it ended happy. I was good with that. Yeah. Put in the I'm next just like, VHS. Oh, it's a nice nanny, and she's, she's <laughs> helping the kids and singing about favorite things and stuff. And it was also one of those movies that came out on two VHS tapes. Yes, so you oh, could those you could just watch one, That's, much yep. like. Titanic. Bingo. <laughs> if yeah. you just watch the first VHS tape of Titanic, it's a romance on a boat. <laughs> when does it when does it end on the first tape? Do you remember? Oh gosh. Are I they th- doing it in the car? I think it's when they're doing it in the car. <laughs> the handprint I, yeah, goes I, down I, and it cuts. And then it cuts. And that's I, you're like, honestly, oh, perfect movie. I honestly think Oh it's oh. to the stars, Jack. And she takes him into the back and and it's like and like it's it ends with a cut to the to, to old rose it ends with, oh sure right no it oh, was it oh, was wow we're going on a journey i here. think it's like <laughs> i think it's like and that was the last time titanic did a thing <laughs> Qu- verbatim quote, yeah, perfect quote. <laughs> when it saw the sunrise the last time titanic saw the sunrise oh, so it's basically right. like and it, that was great but it's their big kiss yeah on the, bad on, things are coming the fellas the yeah. i believe they call good. it a bow <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's an All right, term. sailor, Greg. <laughs> I might be wrong. There's only four I mean, sides Cartes. of a boat. Did you see The Lighthouse? I haven't yet, no. It's so good. A couple of scumbums in that movie. <laughs> Such scumbums. <laughs> Willem Dafoe's a fucking Captain McAllister. Is he? <laughs> it's so good. Have you seen it? No. Oh, <laughs> my God. Do you like, do you, do you like horror movies? I like funny horror movies. <laughs> so not this one. <laughs> I mean, actually, this one's pretty funny. I but like not in a different way. Really focused on the gore and how they made it as an art department when I watch horror movies, which really takes you out of it. Man, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to take you out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get scared by horror movies. I just like them. I'm like, fun. what did they use for the vomit? Like, yeah. there's definitely some corn chowder in there. I want your recipe. Like, there should be a mm. recipe book for the no, horror. I'm hungry. Uh. <laughs> Full circle here. Man, I'm so hungry. <laughs> um, Simpson Califragilistic. Oh, yeah. Simpson Califragilistic. Docious. So, this, of course, is the 13th episode of season eight, written by Al Jean and Mike Reese. Written and directed by Chuck Sheets. They're back. Original air date February 7th, 1997. Could we call this now, the episode this is... where the boys are back in town? They sure are, Greg. Yeah. Algene, Lizzie. Algene, we've got a warm seat right here for you. <laughs> nice and warm. Nice and warm. Uh, Always watching. So the next episode, which yeah. we'll talk about next week, it's yeah. Scratching Poochie Show, aired on February 9th, 1997. So they're two days apart. What the fuck? Yeah, so I am i didn't delve deep enough because I just found this fact out recently when we started recording. I was like, what was going on? Yes. I know, I know, I know. Please. I, I, well, I don't know, but okay. I have a theory. You have a theory, yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl. Okay. That would make sense, yeah. It's, it's about around the, that time. It's around that time. It's usually uh, late January, early Feb. Um, yeah. So one was aired on the normal... Were they on Sunday? They were on Sundays at this time, At right? this point, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they would have been. Look up what days those are of the week. You keep talking. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. This is interesting. Um, <laughs> the chalkboard gigs, I will not hide the teacher's Prozac, which is funny to me. Um, <laughs> so... Al Jean, Mike. So yeah, Reese. it was a Friday and a Sunday. The seventh was a Friday. Sunday was a ninth. That's interesting. So they ha- aired one on a Friday and then the next one on a sun- Sunday. 
which is the which regular, is normal time. Which is the regular yeah. airing. It's weird. So something was going on that Friday, though. Yeah, must have been a, something special yeah. on the Friday. Sweeps? Uh, I don't know. Does sweeps happen no. around here? <laughs> See, the thing is, Fox has like Fox has always had a lot of things to do with sports. It might have been a sports. Might have been a sports thing. Yeah. Um, it might have been like because they they do like the like the Sugar Bowl or some shit before the Super Bowl. The the sledding place in you know, Lethbridge, the, Alberta. The, the <laughs> shitty bowl is what the you know the one where they're the not rose bowl. to hit each other. The orange bowl. Yeah, I don't know, one the, of those. The the orange rose gold bowl. <laughs> So, <laughs> I want cereal. Ah, uh, here's a bowl of Cheerios. All right. Oh God. About some sugar cookie toast crunch. Ooh. Recently, it's like the best cereal I've ever had. Sugar cookie. It's real good. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's a lot of sugar cookie material <laughs> out there right now for Christmas time, and I'm, 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 I'm sweeping it all up. I got sugar cookie chocolate almonds. They just taste like chocolate almonds, but it's hey, got sugar cookie sprinkles on it, I guess. You I need know. help with any of that. Oh, an, I a do no not. Gal. <laughs> it's all for me. Um, wore elastic waist pants for nothing. <laughs> anyway, this episode. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about Disney? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Let's we got to talk it. about yeah. Disney. Let's do it. So this is the Sherry Bobbins episode. Of course, it is... Um, uh, in-depth and full-length episode parodying Mary Poppins, um, who but Sherry Bobbins is an original character, much like <laughs> Ricky Rouse and Ronald Muck. Mm-hmm. We all know this. We said it off the top. <laughs> so let's talk about Disney. So at this time, yep. Disney did not own Fox. <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> and a lot of other things. But apparently yeah. they... Disney was on the upswing... At yeah. this point. Oh, yeah. They were in their um, renaissance. This was, yeah. The 90s was great for Disney. Yeah. This is post, this is obviously post. Post Lion King. Post Lion King. So it was 94. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is. I think, I think this is a Hercules year. Hercules. I want to say 97 was Hercules. Mulan's in production. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Because 98 was Mulan, I believe. 97, I think Hunchback of Notre Dame comes out. I think it's 96. Okay. I mean, I'm no Disney expert. <laughs> we can just look it up on the app. <laughs> or I can just search for it. Hunchback yeah. of Notre Dame, 1996. Nailed it. Well done. <laughs> Your nerd cred uh, is Hercules, 1997. Solid. Yeah. Mulan would be in production. Mulan would then. be 90... Oh, is it two, nine? 2020? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. That looks good. I'm excited. I mean, yeah. It looks fine. I... Was well, never into the and then of course Tarzan, nineteen ninety nine, and that ends it. And Atlantis, Lost Empire, two thousand one, literally sinks the re- the Renaissance. Kaboom. Hey, I love There's that There's one in two thousand as well. <laughs> you you may have loved it. It's true, but the world didn't. They yeah. slept on it. <laughs> it's true. They didn't go. They didn't go see it. And those are the ones they should be remaking. I think I've I said agree. This before, yeah. but like the ones that didn't really hit, remake those ones because yep. no one has. I mean, some people do, but for the most part, no one has any real like attachment to the classic. And you have a chance to make it new and exciting and exactly. better than you know. Then yeah. yeah, just redoing the same shit and being like, now it's bigger. It's like we liked this to begin with. Now it's <laughs> now I don't like it. Hey, you guys like lions? Here's real lions, <laughs> but not. Guys, you does guys Mul- like Ernie Sabella as Pumbaa? We does- got Seth Rogen, bitch. <laughs> but does Mulan have a real dragon? I hope so. No, actually, my understanding is the Mulan movie, the remake, is all very uh, historical and not filled with magic and 
wonder. Yeah, Which is Eddie cool. Murphy. I like However, that too. I would like. Oh, yeah, me too. I would. I would prefer a movie that was like that was kind of like stripped of a little bit of the of the magic and just put into the people a little bit more, like Hero, but only with sure, Mulan. Yeah. If I saw another movie some, that Wirefu, yeah, that looked like Hero, and they did Wirefu, and it was like it was this was like oh, it's Mulan, and there's so much red, and it's just like <laughs> look at all these colors. <laughs> Look at those colors, children! And and I, I'll be like, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there for Sounds it. Sounds great. Because Hero fucking rules. It's a great movie. Yeah. I uh, don't know this one. That movie, you watch that movie, mm-hmm. and you will be depressed when you go outside into the sun because colors are meaningless after you see that movie. Well, after a review like that... Sounds great. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got to cut this short. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> got to go get depressed yeah. for a while. Yeah, you're welcome. Um... <laughs> But the wire foo, uh, crouching tiger, hitting dragons. Michelle Yao is in the new Mulan. Of course she is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's badass. She's a legend. She's, She's a legend. She's a hero. <laughs> She's my hero. Unfortunately, uh, she's not in the film Hero. No, but she should be. Oh. She should be in every movie. Really. I I kind of agree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So Disney, at this time, apparently struck a deal with uh, Simpsons. Where they could do like a par- like parody kind of stuff with their properties, and this was an idea that Al Jean and Mike Reese had earlier when they were showrunners, and they never were able to break it. They're working over at Disney at this point, aren't they? Possibly, I don't know their history. That well. I believe they were, um, but they, yeah, they basically. I think it was uh, Mike Reese said it was a really dumb idea, and they shouldn't do it. <laughs> So they kind of left it on the back burner for a while, and then eventually they they did it, and now I believe Mike Reese, I might be remembering the wrong writer, but one of them said it's one of their favorite episodes now. So Yeah. So you never know. You never know, kids, until you try. Um, but yeah, so that's why like it's, it's kind of weird now in today's context, because Disney owns Fox now and <laughs> The Simpsons, but in at this time, it was like kind of like, oh, that's fun that they're doing like a whole take on a Disney property. I think also because Mary Poppins had a weird rights thing anyway, right? Because well, PL Travers, Travers. Travers, yeah, Yeah. she didn't want anybody redoing anything after Disney. She was she was mad. Oh, she she mad. Well, it's because Disney was kind of a dick to her. What that charming Tom Hanks? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you see Saving Mr. Banks? A long time ago, yeah. but yeah, I remember watching that and being like, mm, this isn't what I know. Yeah, and it's, oh man, it's one of those things where... It was a Disney sugar-coated version of what happened. D- Disney made that yeah. movie, and of course. so not going to be like, yeah. oh, remember when our Lord and Savior, Walter Disney, was kind of a dick to this writer and told her there wouldn't be any cartoons and then put a bunch of cartoons in it and was like, yeah, live with it, idiot. We will get into it. <laughs> pretty much what happened there's no cartoons in the book Mary cram Poppins. it with walnuts here. We, yeah. we gave you script approval we didn't give you final cut approval yeah. suck it up yeah pretty yeah. much and uh, allegedly she like cried at the, the she screening did. yeah she was like so upset that they've made a travesty of her character well, and like here's the thing i think that's an here's overreaction the here's the thing i haven't seen i the subscribe movie i know i subscribe to death of the author <laughs> um to a degree and so I don't think just because she is the creator of Mary Poppins that she can say this version of it is hot garbage. Because <laughs> I think the movie Mary Poppins is very charming and lovely and I love the cartoons, you know. I, I think it's a great movie. Um, but I can also understand where she's coming from. 
I, I don't know if that makes sense. No, as an artist, it's, it's, it was, yeah, yeah as her work. It's her creation, yeah. It's absolutely yeah. her work. It's less, so for me, it's less so that the movie was made this way, like the, the final product was this way, and more so the way Walt went about it, if that makes sense. Kinda, you mean schemy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Total schemy. Under the table. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you signed on and then, yeah, well, too bad. Because oh, I really I like get rich by writing a lot of checks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she also eventually sold the rights to them because book sales were starting to wane. So mm. it was a cash, bit of a cash, cash in, for, in her. for her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I guess like my point is uh, I often really appreciate the idea of art become like being removed from the author and, and like being its own becoming its, its own, own thing getting and, its own life yeah and that's what i kind of see with a lot of like book to movie adaptations in general and it often kind of sometimes i'm like oh cool the you know the author of this book had some kind of final say with the movie version cool but sometimes i'm like no just like let them do their thing yeah it might be shitty but it might be really great and it might like touch on some things you never thought of and, i like, subscribe I just, yeah. to that one thousand percent yeah you sold the book, you sold the movie rights to a studio. That means they get to do what they yeah. want with it. That's it. It's a different medium. Yep. And she did them... still have some rights, on, like I said, for the script yeah. rights. And so she had some say. That is more than anyone gets. Yeah. And so in this case, I'm like, yeah, Disney, make your fucking movie. Yeah. I, make it the way you want because you're the author now. Yeah. She's not. She wrote the book. She's the author of the book. Yeah. I'm so torn on this. Disney, <laughs> for all his faults, is the author of this movie. Yeah. Right? And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you go back. It and... just feels very David and Goliath. <laughs> it's true. When it it's, shouldn't. It's, it's true. Yeah. When no. it really I just, shouldn't. I just love an underdog. Because yeah, totally. she got her paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> she got paid. So that means she got them Disney bucks. And here's the thing: she got them Disney bucks while they were in a good spot. Yeah, they were in a good spot at that time. And now, mm. so, (laughs) so what happens when authors often are allowed to maintain creative control over a project in some way? One of the great examples that I can use is Rowling. Sure. Yeah. And we get the Crimes of Grindelwald. (laughs) <laughs> which is one of the worst movies I have ever seen in a theater. I've seen a lot of bad movies. I mean, like, I didn't see it. This is, is it, a movie. Is there, I, yeah, is there no, some I crimes? didn't bother with this that is, one. Wh- what were the crimes of Grindelwald? Good question. <laughs> Was it Grindelwald or Grindelwald? They say two different <laughs> times. They say both? Do you think Johnny Depp stood up once during the movie? Once. He stood up once. They doubled down on this guy. He's back. He can polymorph and change forms. It's a fucking magic world, and he's the most powerful fuck wizard in the world. Fuck and, wizard? Yeah, fuck wizard. Oh, no. And they just, they, they just, uh, they keep him as Johnny Depp. The crimes of Johnny Depp. That's what the movie should yeah. be called. I'm interested I'm in that movie. I'm sorry I get worked up over this. That's that, that, that was already the news out there yeah. before the movie came out, yeah. though. So they <laughs> that, yeah, that was... Yeah. Because when you see the end credits of The Crimes of Grindelwald, because I wanted to stay there Did and you get the see whiff? who would be... No. Did you get the end? Oh, uh, God. I think he might have. And Oops, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Seems um, like the kind of thing. Anyway. As Grindel- I think he got the as as well. Now, oh, yeah. As Grindelwald. Now... Here's the thing. You stay to the end credits and you see screenplay by J.K. Rowling. Sure. That's it. Sure. She's the sole credited screenwriter of this movie. Interesting. 
And she has a solo producer card. Interesting. Produced by J.K. Rowling, PGA. Nobody else uh-huh. on that producer card. Then the uh, then that goes away and other producers other people, yeah. get, get noticed. But PGs. she gets solo producer card. That Were they embarrassed? They wanted to give her all the cred? She, no. She <laughs> gets all of it because the Fantastic Beasts series yeah. is her. It is. Just well, she's the big name. It's It's the big name that brings people but in. But she shouldn't be. Yeah, she's a rock my point. star. She's an author, not a screenwriter. Steve Cloves is the screenwriter who brings all of those movies together. It's all marketing. Did he write every every Harry Potter movie except one, Azkaban? No, oh. <laughs> I believe it was Goblet of Fire. Okay, that's mm, yeah, I think that was the one. Um, yeah, and it's <laughs> Steve Cloves is the is is the missing ingredient mm-hmm. in the Fantastic Beast movies, specifically that one. Because there's some ideas yeah. in Crimes of Grindelwald, but because the author is all over it, nobody's telling her no. It's like a prequel series, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's... Could have just said yes, but yeah, I just but, wanted to say <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. For me, that's often the kiss of death with the franchise anyway. Yeah. Don't do prequels, guys. <laughs> Name yeah. me one good we've, prequel we've learned. Game of Thrones is doing this next, so oh, we'll boy. see. Yeah. Fire and blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, remember remember the Targaryens? Remember how they were everyone's favorite characters? Here's a whole show about them. Were they? No, <laughs> of course not. There was two. One dies in the first season and was a garbage human. Yeah, he sucked. Oh, and then the other person's Daenerys, who like could have been a great character, and they fucking can't. Like, oh, they wrecked that. Wrecked it. Yeah. Anyway. So that's the that's a whole. Thing. That's <laughs> what happens. That's I I subscribe to your death of the author yeah. as well, um, and also. Algin and Mike Reese were under contract at Disney. Oh, great. You found that out. Good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They were working on a television program called Teen Angel. Oh, that's a great show. It lasted 11 episodes. Did you ever watch that? I did not. (laughs) I know it is. You know who's in it? Who? Uh, uh, Oh, what's his name? Ron something. Uh, He's the uh, shepherd book in uh, Firefly. Ron Glass. Thank you, Ron Glass. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. Yeah, he's the big head. The hair. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the hair. Um, but that's where I, I remember watching that show as a kid, Teen Angel, and thinking it was kind of funny. And there was a big head. He was oh, like know essentially God. And he was talking and he was played by Ron Glass, but I didn't know who that was at the time. And then years later, I watched Firefly, loved it, became a huge stan. And then years later, I was like, what else has Ron Glass been in? And like looked it up. And then it's like, Teen Angel. He was the big head in Teen Angel? <laughs> I got so excited. I feel like he has a naturally big head, though, as well. Like well, He's got big hair. Him. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Firefly. <laughs> That's true. Those are some choices. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. Um, big giant head. So Disney. Shatna. Yeah. Disney Plus. <laughs> Is um, ruining this show that, we're, that we talk about. Uh, yeah, so this is the first time we've month. recorded since uh, since it came out. Yeah. So that's why I figure we should chat about it at least briefly. It's kind of a Simpsons newsreel. Um, yeah, they the, everyone knows this. Who cares by now? But basically, if you don't, for some reason, the aspect ratio has been altered. So all these episodes were If you done don't in... care about this, why are you listening <laughs> to the show? This is very important. Greg, Greg stop. Right. <laughs> don't, don't, uh, like, I... You our numbers are, d- are dying. No, you can go. It's fine. Our numbers are dying right now. I can see the the switchboard is lighting down. <laughs> I don't know how things work. Um, but the four by three ratio that all these episodes were uh, produced in 
has been changed to 16 by 9 to fit most current widescreen TVs. And that in and of itself isn't like the most egregious thing in the world. They've done it with other, like other shows have done it in the past, whatever. There's also like the whole pan and scan thing that happened with the VHS era. It's how they're doing it. It's how they're doing it. The The problem is, uh, and this has been pointed out by many an online source, is that cropping, basically zooming in, right, is what's happening because to, to make it fit the widescreen, wide they need to zoom in. Uh, it's cropping out some visual jokes. And so, you know, the the example that's often used is the Duff Beer, uh, three different tubes going to the same, coming from the same tube going to the three different vats. Very funny joke. And it's completely lost now if you watch it on Disney+. And the thing is, they've already done this before. Because when FX had Simpsons World come yep. out, they did the exact same thing. And there was such fan outcry that they eventually were like, oh, we'll, we'll put the option to switch back to 4x3. So it's baffling to me that they would do it again. Because <laughs> they, again, have said, we're going to have a fix for this in the new year. History will repeat itself. And it's just silly. It's just like, I was so excited to watch Simpsons episodes on Disney Plus because it was just a lot more convenient. And I don't. I haven't watched yeah. any of them because I'm like, I don't want to watch them in this shitty aspect ratio. I've been watching some of the HD ones. Yeah, my, I just don't want to do that in season, general. Season 26. <laughs> cool. Riding on a bug. <laughs> Is that in that season? Welcome that we to about? the bug. Welcome to the bug. Welcome to... Oh, terrible episode. Oh, bad. Good joke. Check out our Patreon to hear more. <laughs> uh, we're getting so many subscribers after this episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hope Disney's paying you. They're absolutely not. <laughs> no. We're kind of ripping on them. Yeah, we're hard. we're kind of anti Disney in a lot of ways yeah. sometimes. But we're I mean we both bought Disney Plus, so we're also yeah. shells. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> um But you know what? I bought Disney Plus day one. I watched Hercules from nineteen ninety seven. Had a great time. I haven't seen that in so long. I'm like, sure. you know what? this movie's fucking great. I don't I care. Two copies of Hercules. <laughs> cool. It's <laughs> so That's fucking weird. dumb. <laughs> Neither of them are mine. I just accumulate <laughs> shit. I don't even like Hercules. But then I watched Ara. Lion King the other day. It's a great movie. Lion King? Yeah. I love Lion King. Ah, there's better. The, yeah, sorry. The Lion King. <laughs> I still listen to the soundtrack regularly. Uh, just, man, you saw that. We've talked about it. And the remake is garbage. Oh, yeah. It's hot garbage. Yeah, it's And bad. you watch the original, and you're just like, it's so great. Why would they do that? Money, 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 money. Mm, it is the highest grossing <laughs> film of the year. No. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Second no. highest grossing. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like after yeah. the highest Sick. grossing film of all of time. All time. <laughs> Squeak. Uh, but it came out before Endgame, didn't it? No, it came out after. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the end already happened. <laughs> the game is ended. Yeah. And we're in the end game now. <laughs> <laughs> that whole the world ended in this. Here's a. F sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a fun thing. Oh boy. Um, oh no. <laughs> I was on the the Marvel section of Disney Plus. Yeah. And they've only got 16 movies. Yeah. Well, uh, so a lot of them are still under contract with Netflix. Yep. Black so, Panther is still there. Infinity Cap, War. Cap Marvel. Still there. Iron Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. These are these are all things. They're coming. I know they're coming. <laughs> Do, do you is, not have enough have else to watch on there? I know I have Netflix. You can watch it there, <laughs> That's Greg. The, the, not the point. <laughs> That's so mad. I feel like I'm owed 
You know what I'm, I've been watching on Disney Plus? What's that? Boy Meets World. Nice. Oh. A, that's a fun show. Mr. Awesome. Feeny. Very nice. Mr. Feeny. Should we talk a little bit about this episode? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go on a Mr. Feeny rant. Yeah. What did we watch uh, again? The Simpsons. Simpsons for Algae Last. So what did, we think, what did we think about this episode this time around? Because uh, this was an episode that I always gravitated towards while I was rewatching season eight over and over and over again. Um, Not me. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I never really cared for this episode. Has and anything changed? I don't think so. I think my problems with it are still the same. And those are. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, I think I don't really, I think in general I don't really care for like episode long satires, parodies, homages. Um, like I'm trying to think of other ones. Can you think of other ones off the top of your head of like the whole episode is an homage to a different property? I mean, off the... Uh, like Rosebud's the closest, but that's not even, like that's just because it's like Citizen Kane ref- reference heavy, but the plot isn't really citizen kane yeah um oh god like obviously the treehouse episodes yeah that's that's a different beast well i mean and even that they're like three different ones yeah usually so they're short yeah (laughs) um so i can't really think of any off the top of my head i'm probably like missing yeah i I can't i can't either and like there might be some that i can't remember right now i mean das bus well that's coming is a is a good example Sure. Of extended one Lord I don't of the like, Flies so. parody, <laughs> and I love that one. Yeah, it did feel a bit like the, the the Simpsons jokes weren't there. They were working on the parody so much that they were missing that witty humor that really makes Simpsons great. Yeah, and that's that's kind of my biggest complaint is that it's it's focused more on the Mary Poppins like the songs especially, mm-hmm. and I actually like the songs overall. Like I think they're they're fun little little skits. They did flesh <laughs> it out. Yeah, yeah, but. Just like the the, like I don't I don't find Sherry Bobbins a funny name. First of all, <laughs> like I don't know. To me, it's the same thing with I've talked about this before. Later on in the series, they start to parody real life things and call them just something slightly off, like Mapple. So this is a ex- uh, an early uh, precursor example to something that they will take too far. Yes, I think so. Because I I think I would have liked this, the episode better if they had just said Mary Poppins. If she was just Mary Poppins mm. and she came to their world. It'd be mm. like, you know, a crossover episode, whatever. But I think that'd be at least more interesting to me. Because then they don't do the, the jokes that I don't really find funny. Where it's like, oh, she looks exactly like Mary Poppins, but she's different. Or... You know, modeled muck and like but that. But she shit. wasn't the same. She was missing all the charm that made her so interesting in the movie. They were supposed to have Julie Andrews play this mm-hmm. character, but she was busy on Broadway. Look, what a diva. <laughs> and I mean, the voice actress is great. She's a regular Simpsons voice actress, yeah. but it just, just the way they, they made her. It, Maggie Roswell. She was know. missing the spark. Yeah. I love her. I think Sherry Bobbins, Sherry Bobbins is great. Yeah. I think Sherry Bobbins is so funny. Um, I love how she just like gets destroyed by this family. See, that's the part that I wish they kind of, I kind of wish they went further with. Yeah. Like, I think that would have been more interesting to me if she comes into their lives, seems like it's going to be a Mary Poppins situation. In that case, and she immediately to... just realizes, oh, this family's garbage and she starts losing her hair and she, you know, like. You take it deeper. Yeah. 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 The part with her, like, 
wasted with Barney in the living room. Like I liked great. that. That was great. Yeah, <laughs> was bring fun. her into the world more. <laughs> Have it more of a crossover than a homage. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And then I just also just don't care for adding magic to the world. I guess I know that's like part and parcel with Mary Poppins, but. I guess, again, like I feel like go one way or the other, make it Mary Poppins so I understand, oh, she's magic, that's fine, or <laughs> make it Sherry Bobbins and she's just some lady down the street. I don't know. Like I don't know. I think that'd be more interesting if she didn't float in on the umbrella. And uh. All these things you're saying are stuff that actually really works for me. Okay. <laughs> it's weird yeah. um, because I, I find her floating in, just landing, It's it's so obviously just Mary Poppins that they don't even bother to make up a good name for it. It's just, I'm Sherry Bobbins. Did you say Mary? No, I didn't. And I think that's fucking hilarious. That part I find so funny. I don't think you do. I don't know, yeah. but that's I great. Think, <laughs> I think it's really funny because it's like, obviously it's Mary Poppins. Yeah. Obviously they're lampshading it a bit. And to me it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, Meggie Roswell is great in in the role. I would I I prefer her to Julie Andrews. <laughs> um, I I'm glad Julie Andrews was couldn't not couldn't make it because then yeah absolutely <laughs> it should just be Mary Poppins. Yeah. Right. But if you can't get Julie Andrews, damn right it's not Mary Poppins. Absolutely not. Oh, I agree on that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's the the fact that the, that she uses magic um, is just like it's like yeah we're doubling down on this on on this whole on this whole thing with and yeah this this episode definitely um, I think you're right it's a precursor to things that they will take too far mm-hmm. mostly when Al Jean comes back yep. and he's like oh right that's Sherry Bobbins episode that was my favorite <laughs> one let's do more of that crap. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and we just we know that without Mike Reese, Al Jean is a, f- a hack fraud. So uh, <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, but but in this one, I think it's just enough because like, what does she really do? She floats in on her umbrella, which is just to get the fact that this is Mary Poppins across, and she slides up the rail. That's yeah. the, that's only the that's the, really the only magic Flies that away, she does. It, well, yeah, yeah okay. that goes that goes yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> part and parcel. Then get far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> part and parcel the whole thing, and 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 with that, I just mm, I I just really start to like it. The the parts that I really 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 get into are when they're walking through the park. And everybody just loves her. And everybody already knows who she is because she's kind of like, that's her magic power, really. It's like everybody already knows her. Everybody loves her. So it turned into a scene from Oliver for a it's second. It's very there. insidious in a way. It's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, and I love the songs. And I love that the tone of this episode is that of a musical mm-hmm. in that, uh, well, Bart. It's it's most evident in Bart's character, I think, in that uh, the characteristics and traits of all of our Simpson families are turned up about to eleven. Um, in that, like, oh yeah, Bart's a little shit. Marge, such a shit. In this such episode. a shit. <laughs> trying to show them from an outsider's point of view, so it's all. But it's also it's also really musical. 
Yes. And, and like it's it's also from the, that that Dramatic. that musical sensibility. Yeah. It's like we have to sing who we are. We have to sing our feelings. We have to overdo Those it. Those in the nosebleeds have to hear us. Exactly right. <laughs> Can you hear us up there, second balcony? You are the stars. Cool. <laughs> um, and and so that's why I like this episode because I think the tone that it strikes is great. However. I totally agree that they should have gone further with Mary with Sherry Bobbins being uh, torn down by the family in that the way they, that you do that is you introduce her sooner. I think you introduce her sooner. You also don't do the false uh, conclusion. I think that's the other thing I don't really like is when it's like, all right, my work here is done. Everyone's great. Goodbye. And then immediately they're garbage again. See, I liked that. See, I didn't because I feel like... How do you guys get along? <laughs> this is a rare one, honestly, yeah. so far. Um, the the thing is, like, I, I think it would have been more interesting if the, the third act, which is essentially her coming back and then realizing, like, I can't deal with this. That should have been the whole plot. You know? Like, I just, I don't know. I don't buy the uh that that she believes that like they're good people now and she can leave and like i get that it's supposed to be a joke that as soon as she's gone it's mary poppins it's garbage is smarter again. than that <laughs> well this is sherry bobbins so <laughs> yeah that's a good point um yeah i don't know i just think i think it would be a really interesting it, it, I, I guess it's like kind of uh frank grimesy in that sense right the idea of uh, a no- quote unquote well in this case not normal but so f- with Frank Grimes it's a normal person being introduced to Homer Simpson drives him in- into insanity call it the outsider sure yeah in this case it's Sherry Bobbins who is a magical uh, creature <laughs> a time lord perhaps that mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that is able to like really dive deep into the psyche of who she's nannying and like figure out what how to like make them be better people all this kind of thing and i just like the idea that like even she can't deal with the simpsons (laughs) you know and that's what they do by the end of the episode i just don't really like the precursor to that where it's basically a mary poppins parody because everything does seem to be going right you know in subtly different ways like with instead of spoonful of sugar it's cut every corner and that's like not what the not what Mary Poppins would do, right? She wouldn't be like, no, yeah, just... I wanted to see more like that. <laughs> yeah, and just like that again, two Americana coming through. And I think too, like that's another reason why I would have liked it if if Sherry Bobbins, since they're not making it Mary Poppins, was just maybe kind of a shitty version of Mary Poppins, <laughs> and it was like instead of being like, you know, oh, like here's the right way to do things, it's like no, 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 let me show you how to cheat on your taxes. This is the blooper reel. <laughs> she is a little bit of a shitty version of Mary Poppins where she does like, I'm not a bloody jukebox, that sort of thing. Um, I saw that as a reaction to Bart being, Bart and Lisa being shitty more so, and less so like her natural. Like again, like those those moments come through because they're wearing her down, and I do like that. But I think it would have been even more interesting if right from the get go she had that kind of attitude and wasn't like cheerful or not like she was fake cheerful. And you could tell there was like some underlying issue with her. I don't more know. the Kristen Bell Mary Poppins. What's that? Is oh, it, guys, is that, go watch it. She does a great. Is that like from SNL or something? I think so. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds Netflix fun. It. I love Kristen She'd probably Bell. do pretty good with that. Oh, the, the sass. The underlying uh-huh. sass yeah. with the charm. Yeah. Well done. Kristen Bell's got a lot of sass. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, she's Where's great. a good place. Yeah. So good. I haven't seen the end yet. Oh, 
It's not over yet. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was, but it's just like a mid mid break. Oh, uh, they do that. Yeah, right. Good. But the last episode, oh boy, I bawled. Oh, good. It's very right. good. Thank you oh. for that. You're welcome. <laughs> not even to start getting into that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why I think um I I think the parody is necessary. Okay. Um. Here's here's what I think makes the episode better. You introduce her a little bit sooner. You allow the parody to play out almost exactly how it did. I like the switch because, once again, I'm reading it as a musical. Okay. Because they're showing it. And guess what happens in musicals? Act. Second act. Yeah. Right? Second act, same as the first, worse. <laughs> Usually things go bad. Yeah. I.e., sound no of music. music. It's the same thing as the first act, but with Nazis. Nazis. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, oh, and that KKK introduction with, with Krusty. <laughs> oh, can't forget that. <laughs> so weird. Uh, live from the Apollo Theater. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, future didn't think that future of boy. Fox. <laughs> yeah. So. What was it? Krusty, cla- Cr- Krusty Comedy Classic. Comedy Classic. That's yeah. what it was. So that's, that's how I see it working. Sure. So. But the problem, the the problem fundamentally comes down to the structure of network television, where you have three to have structure. three acts, yeah. not two. If it was two acts with one commercial break, I think you have yourself a really cool episode, because you get to explore the decline of Sherry Bobbins mm-hmm. for three or four extra minutes. Yeah, and that I think makes all the difference because I don't want to see this new character just sliding down. From from point A to zero for the entire time. Uh, you want that turning point. I need it. I yeah. I need that to happen. And if it's that joke of of Homer just bursting Bart through the through the window <laughs> and strangling him, then that's great. That's funny. And her going back in, it's like, oh, I've done nothing. Yeah. And that then, felt rushed though. Yeah. It but, did, but yeah. it wouldn't if you had that extra couple. Yeah, minutes. and if you introduced her earlier. And these are some things that that I'm like, oh, these are f- fun things that I'm playing with in my head. But well, they, they are nailing the tone of the musical for me. Okay. Because like, and they they could have um, explored that more with her. They had the time. They thought with all the songs, this episode was going to be full, and they might have to trim it back. But they didn't. They ended up sticking that itchy and scratchy thing in to take up space. Yep. And the crusty intro. Yeah. And a full length opening. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's always a not not necessarily a bad sign, but just always like a sign, sign that the filler. episode was running <laughs> running short. Yeah. So they really could have gone into that further, really shown her decline better, and I I agree I, that would have done it for me. I think. I guess my pitch would be first act, exactly as it is. I think that works fine. Marge is going crazy, uh, needs a nanny. I Sherry Bobbins <laughs> Sherry Bobbins appears at the end of the first act. Second act is all about is all the Mary Poppins parody stuff. But it's with a, a twinge of like this person might be a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> a little more grit. A little more grit. A little more of the cut every corner type stuff. Yeah. Uh, but also the family's kind of like hmm. like aren't just like all right yeah this is great they're like kind of like oh all right um sure like they're a little skeptical about it but and they're like who is this lady? <laughs> and then third act is the decline of her where she where she's like. So similar to how they have it, but it focuses more on that. And then eventually it's like, listen, I need to go. A, a dissolve into madness. They, they Daenerys her yeah. a bit. <laughs> yeah. And like oh, if, I wanted if to if see she... her suffer more. <laughs> 
if she f- like just left on her of her own accord and they didn't have that final song where they're like ah oh, we're happy the way we are <laughs> if she was just like i can't do this goodbye and they kind of like have a moment of like are we horrible <laughs> No, nah, we're fine. Yeah. Or then, the then yeah, have young. this song without her. Like she leaves and then have yeah, that yeah, song. Yeah. That I don't know. I, I do think the the part that felt the most rushed was that ending. Was where she's yeah. like, I can't do this, and they're like, Ah, it's because we're we're happy. And it's like, well, no. The, the the plot of the episode was that you weren't happy, Marge. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Your hair's just gonna go back to falling out. Yep. Immediately. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I guess where I come down on this one, like I'm not extremely thrilled with it but i still really like it to be fair like i've i've been kind of poo-pooing a lot of it i still enjoy it like i still enjoy the episode i just i again i i think there's some some flaws that just irk me a bit and i would have i would have liked to you know a bit more penguins just go a bit further i mean yeah dancing penguins would have been great (laughs) lack of penguins yep no carousels going off the carousel. And maybe like, just, just a terrible you know, Cockney accent thrown in somewhere. There was a, a cut scene as well with uh, Patty and Selma. Oh, yeah, the, the smoking. I love to smoke. Yeah. Instead of I love to laugh, which is from Mary Poppins. I love to smoke. <laughs> That's probably what it was. <laughs> Apparently there's a, it's on the DVD. I didn't want to watch it. Uh, <laughs> we've tried doing deleted <laughs> scenes before. They're deleted for a reason. Yeah, yeah. They're not, you're usually pretty bad. Yeah. Apparently this one was cut because it wasn't getting any laughs. So. Oh, there you go. That's usually why they cut them because <laughs> yeah. they're just, they're just not working. Yeah. Yeah. Simpsons deleted scenes are not usually a treasure trove. I do really like the booze hound named Barney song. Yeah. yeah that's a good that's one. A, that's a standout for me. Um, <laughs> I love the if you cut every corner. Yeah, that's a great I think sequence. So I think that's a fantastic <laughs> song, and it's. Uh, I just watched The Big Short again. Mm-hmm. So back to Greg's capitalism corner. Alan <laughs> um, <laughs> is just shaking his head, and he buries his head in his hands because he knows what's happening right now. Um, and it's it's just it's like they you cut every corner. Uh-huh. There'll be more time for play. It's the American dream. It's the American way, yeah. and it's the American dream. The American dream is uh, defrauding people uh, and preying on their want to own a home. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what they do. That's got them. That's the dream. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Politics. Yep. Single family <laughs> affording a nanny with one income. It's <laughs> fantasy. Yeah, well, it's a fantasy world. It's because Homer gave up his Civil War reenactment. <laughs> yeah. I guess he had to pay to be a member? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Weird. That EU uniform is high maintenance. Right. That's Dry right. cleaning. Yeah. Dry clean yeah. only. Polish those buttons. And yeah. Bart gave up smoking. Yeah. <laughs> he took up smoking to give up smoking. <laughs> well, shall we head on over to the reference desk? We shall. Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah, right. That's a reference. Um, we got Gerald Ford, <laughs> former President Gerald Ford. Quit. What a long bit. What a long, like, mean bit yeah. to Gerald Ford in a way. And like they've had him on the show before when in two bad neighbors. In, just bring him in to shit on him. And yeah. well, in, in that episode, they were just like, oh, he's just like he's kind of an average, like he's a Homer esque guy who became president weirdly. And that was kind of the joke in a sense, right? And now they're just like, ah, you're you're one of the bad ones. You're boring. We hate you. Well, how many people voted for him to be president? Zero. There you go. <laughs> how many people voted for him to be vice president? 
Uh, zero. Zero. <laughs> he got both positions appointed because well, that means the he person got in front of no him. votes against him. <laughs> That's a good point. Counterpoint. Yeah. No one voted. He's the classic example of failing up. Mm. So the American dream. The hey, American it, dream. There you go. Yeah. I bet he has a nice house. Yeah, I bet he does. He should be a great example for them to hold up. Then uh, I do like the continuity of showing that uh, George Bush house uh, yes. in the one scene yeah. in the, in, across the street. I always appreciate that. Yeah. Post two bad neighbors. I always yeah. appreciate that. Uh, hair. The the musical Hair. Of course, Show the song it. Hair. Go yeah. In. Is that from uh, Alan Parker's film? Version? This, this version in the episode is not. No. It's recorded by someone else. Okay. Um, also, Mad About You and NYPD Blue. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Both referenced by Krusty. What a lazy, lazy man. <laughs> Give me a kiss, baby. No tongue. Oh, that was so oh, bad. You guys are going to hate though. my NYPD shoe sketch. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> uh, SNL. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Civil War people, uh, Ambrose Burnside and Stonewall Jackson. Yep. I know Stonewall Jackson's real. I don't know. Yep. Do you know anything about the Civil War? Is Ambrose Burnside a real thing? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because Burnside's also a street that uh, Draining grew up on, grew up in, in mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. That's where I got Mr. Burns from. Yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm. Yep. Oh, and that bit at the beginning where he calls out the, the man in drag. Ha- like half those women in the real Mary Poppins lined up to be nannies were were dudes in drag in the original. Oh, movie. in the in the yeah. Movie? Ah, maybe that's where they got the idea for Mrs. Stofer. <laughs> it's Disney. Maybe. It is yeah. Disney. Yeah, Chris Columbus. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, he's a he's a guy. He's a yeah. He's a guy. <laughs> Pixels. Ugh. <laughs> But that we all Josh, know his best film. But Josh Gad in that. Oh, in Pixels. <laughs> yes, and he's singing. Like we watch, we watch that at home like twice a week. What? <laughs> That's insane. It's, it's a home favorite Why? in our place. It, <laughs> it makes ridiculous. Matt extremely happy. All right. Well, that's that's all you need. Whatever Rick, makes you happy. Yeah. Exactly. In this crazy world. <laughs> and if it's Kevin James as president, then so be it. Yep. <laughs> that's great. Um, Steamboat Willie. The uh, little dancing characters in his head, in Homer's head. It's yep. a steam, Steamboat Willie homage, and Dude. Turkey in the Straw is playing. Um, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Speed. Movie Speed. Yeah. Um, pop Quiz Hotshot. That's right. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Shoot the hostage. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, uh, Snow White. And the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Uh, she kisses Nelson on the forehead, much in the same way Snow White kisses Grumpy. Oh, yeah. And they have the same Aww. reaction when they go, ah, geez. Because they're like, mm-hmm, heart of gold, you know. Grumpy's got a heart of gold. This is a little grump. I mean, in the film, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Hmm? Not in the fairy tale. Oh. <laughs> also, check out Snow White, A Tale of Terror. You were asking about horror movies earlier. That that, that is one I will <laughs> <I'm in>. watch. <laughs> Just the title. I'm like, cool. Sigourney Weaver is the <laughs> evil witch. Yeah, what? That sounds great. Yeah. I am in. <laughs> Sigourney. And those the, the dwarves aren't dwarves. They're like prison inmates or no, something. No, of course it's, they're not. It's oh, weird. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maniac by Michael Cimbello. <laughs> and of course, Flashdance as well. In, in <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, Oliver Twist. The weirdest part of the episode, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Boy for sale. Boy, boy for sale. Boy for sale. 
Which that's PS, a deep cut. Uh, that is a very if, deep cut. If you try and do that on eBay, you will get kicked off very quickly. <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. Oliver. Uh, Oliver. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> It's like a reference to a show we worked on in fucking university. <laughs> James Wade, you'll get this. He was no, that's yeah. a name I haven't heard that's in good. a while. He's the one who's, who's saying that shit. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Carol with uh, Bah Humbug. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got that one. <laughs> you got that one? I got that nice. one. Because <laughs> you're working on uh, that show. Yes. Good. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Mayer. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. My wiener has a first name. It's, what a great intro you did. <laughs> It's one of my favorite, like, weird little jokes, and I always forget it's in this episode. I love the N at the end. <laughs> it just, like, fades out. It's like he ran out of breath. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, spells uh, Fritz Schnacken, Schnackenpfefferhausen. Schnackenpfefferhausen. That's so, great. Yep. Um, Charles Bronson and the Andy Griffith yep. Show. Yeah. <laughs> that one was weird. Another I want to see that thing. show yeah. now. <laughs> Um, and then of course we got the Tarantino itchy and scratchy. Yeah, he was supposed to voice that, but he didn't like the lines, (laughs) so he's having none of it. Of course he didn't. It's like how many times? (laughs) No, never mind. Would be Tarantino. How many times I say fuck? Zero. (laughs) Count me out. Um, Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett, and finally Superman. Did you mention Norman Mailer and Play Dude? (laughs) No. Well, I just did. Play, okay. <laughs> play Dude is an in universe thing. I know, but Playboy and Norman Mailer wrote for so. Playboy. What was the Norman Mailer thing? Uh, the latest Norman Mailer claptrap about his waning libido. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's really. I like it. I thought it was. I thought it was really funny this time. Uh, so let's uh, let's do episode MVP. Who did we think the most of? I mean, I think Marge is mine. Yeah. It's it, honestly, it's a tough one for me because I don't. If I had to pick, I wouldn't pick anybody, <laughs> and I don't mean that as a slight. I know I've been down on the episode, but I just I don't think anyone stood out to me. Uh, Sherry Bobbins arguably probably should be my MVP, but I just uh, again I just don't care for her as much as I would like to. I have a lot of love, and this is like across the Simpsons that I have watched. Uh, just groundskeeper Willie. He's pretty great. I love him. I like him in this. Like his little bit here was pretty good. Yeah, it's one man band. He's walking away with the drum. Yeah, the drum going. Yeah, (laughs) I like that. That's not what you said the first time you saw me. Yeah, it's funny. I gotta give it to Barney. Yeah, Yeah, Barney was my yeah. Yeah, That's a good one. Yeah, I just love his little solo, his his song, and (laughs) also the Margaritaville bit. Yeah, with with Sherry Bobbins. He sort of got the best parts. He's very well used. Yeah. Very well used. And they're bringing back the fact that he's a good singer. Yeah. Because that was established in the B-Sharps episode. Yeah. Yeah. And Dan can belt it. He sure can. Which is great. Um, favorite joke? So, it's a toss-up. Okay. Um, I actually really like um, the Andy Griffith bit. Yeah. <laughs> Just the part, I shot him. <laughs> <laughs> you just, what? What? <laughs> I don't care as much for the next, like the part right after that, where he's like, "Now I'm going to Emmett's Fix It Shop to fix Emmett." It's funny, but I again, it's one of those things where I'm like, the joke was great you kept already. It going. They just they kept going a bit too far because if it was just that, if it was just like, "Where's so and so?" I shot him. I uh, what? And then it cuts <laughs> away. A perfect joke. Um, 
but then the other thing that just got a really big laugh out of me and it always does is Sherry Bobbins getting sucked up into the jet engine. Yes. <laughs> just a very, very good sound foley. <laughs> and just so Nobody quick. paying attention. Yeah, nobody notices. It's just, uh, mwah. It was a good ending, you know. It finished. Yeah. It wrapped up the magic. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't you expect to see, to see her pop up again. Yeah. yeah, trying to fix them again. Yeah, you're really, on your own now. It's really great when the one-off characters die on screen. <laughs> <laughs> they don't die on screen often either. Not often. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Oh man, I'm terrible. Like, I'm still caught up in the songs. <laughs> oh, they're great though. But you, um, I I love the Mrs. Doubtfire bit. Again, oh, yeah. again, big yeah. fan of Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire. Actually, that's that's yeah. another one I really liked was uh, the part where the lady's just like, "Hello, I'm so and so." Just immediately. No, it's great. Very funny. And I love that one of the great things about that is the animation where it's like he runs off, and then they're immediately at the sidewalk, right? <laughs> like he's like ran so fast that they're out. That they're just out there, and he's like running up and down no. the street chasing them. It's great. It's super funny. Um, Can we talk about? Sorry, you save your favorite joke. Okay. And I have one more thing. Okay. For some reason, I thought you already said it, and then I realized you didn't. You'll do the Steve Jobs thing. Oh, (laughs) and one more thing. Yeah, that's right. Um, Mine is uh, is Jet Engine. Yeah. But nothing comes close in this episode to that. It was the best ending they could have. It's so funny. (laughs) And it is the best ending. She just dead <laughs> the, they cut the corners and then the ending with that it opened it closed well it, stuff in the middle needed some work i always found bart hucking cupcakes at the <laughs> wall quite funny this time i didn't yeah this time it it w- we're, are we getting older well <laughs> I probably yeah that's probably that probably yeah where i'm just like oh like what are you doing they except look, i look really good. wanted shit. to do that like when he was doing it i was like you little shit yeah, but also god damn i want to throw a yeah, cupcake right yeah. now <laughs> It's like it reminded me of like him uh, hammering mustard packets, jingle yeah. bells, jingle. <laughs> Bart, what are you doing? I don't, know. I don't know. And I'm like, but that episode, I don't know. For some reason, I, I'm okay with it in that episode because it's like so weird that it's like, yeah, what are you doing? But this one, it just seems malicious. I don't Isn't know. he young Bart in that one? Like, young no, Bart? that's that's the Itchy and Scratchy movie. Oh, okay. It's like he feels younger. He, yeah, well, arguably he is yeah. to us. Yeah. Not in the universe, because no. they don't age. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about how it's it was kind of weird, and I noticed how thirsty Homer is in this episode. <laughs> oh, he wants a beer all the time. No, no, no. I mean thirsty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Marge. Three times. Three times. Three times. And three times weird shit. <laughs> yeah. Homer's no wonder Marge things. is so stressed. <laughs> What, first time first is one. I just uh, had, a couple, I had a couple of beers. Second one, which like yeah, fine, but it's also like are, that's how is that? Come on? Yeah, how is that? Come on, sexy. okay. Uh, then I was watching the is, volleyball. I was watching women's volleyball yeah. on ESPN. Like he says, like Except you know what that means. It's such a thing in real life, guys. Do <laughs> no good. Uh, <laughs> but then the third one, he's leave like, it in. She's got an umbrella in her hair, and he <laughs> says, leave, leave it, it in. in. I well, mean, it's funny. I mean, yeah, I, those are I, funny. I'm glad. I'm glad they have a healthy sexual relationship. Me too. I think it's very positive. Mm-hmm. 
It is. It's one of the more positive aspects of that family yeah, is that they do absolutely. have that. They, there's something healthy about yeah, them. <laughs> it's true. One thing. It's always but... been. A, it's always been a pretty good staple of the show. Well, you as always well. wonder yes, why is Marge yeah. stay with this idiot, and then um, she's I don't know, for whatever reason she does pretty, love him. That'd be pretty good in the same. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> right. Oh God. Especially when he has three beers. <laughs> yeah, I just had a couple of beers. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He forgets he has no stamina for a minute. <laughs> It's easy to forget. <laughs> so, any other final thoughts? I liked it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And this isn't uh, an amazing Spider-Man 2. I liked it. <laughs> All right, thank you. I actually liked it. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I, there, there's There's got to be differences because, you know, like, I don't like the amazing Spider-Man 2. It's a pretty bad movie. It's, movie. it's nearly unwatchable. <laughs> um, but I did say I liked it at one point in time. <laughs> You sure did. And now I need to clarify it's these recorded. things. It's, it's that whole internet. favorite movie thing. It's ask it's, me every day yeah, and you'll on, get a different answer. On the day, it got me. <laughs> and uh, never again. Electro, though. You guys can find us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Final thoughts is just... Uh, I, it's not a favorite episode. I don't think it's like a bad episode by any means. It just doesn't really grip me yeah. as well as I want it to. And it's just like... It feels like a weird outlier where it's... Yeah, it's just like... It almost feels like it exists outside of the regular canon. That's um, kind of how I look at it, just yeah. considering the the way it feels like... And the way it's set up as a musical. Yeah. I, I yeah. do feel like it's outside it's of... It's Simpsons adjacent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but it's fine. Any yeah. final thoughts? It got me wanting to watch more <laughs> Simpsons, which... Oh, there you go. Cool. Yeah. Great. That's, if that's one, <laughs> one thing we can do here on Two Bad Neighbors, make people watch more Simpsons. <laughs> Keep and watching. I, and I got to hang out with you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy took me to see Mary Poppins in theater. Which one? Uh, like, Theater Calgary did a, yeah. a version of it. Oh, shit. We're sitting, yeah. like... like almost front row center. I was like, oh my God, these are the best tickets. He's like, I'm sorry, these are the cheap tickets. Like, Shut up! Let me have my moment, I mean, <laughs> man. Best seats! I don't know if I apologize, per se. I think I was just saying, if, if you're like, ah, oh, what'd you, you pay Alan. for these? I'm like, it's well, you, actually, Alan, they're... you apologized. You, you apologized. <laughs> no, I never apologize. <laughs> no, that was Lawful great. good. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you to Thea for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> Do you have anything to plug? I mean, there's stuff you can't talk about because of NDA, but is there any other stuff you no, like? Some of my stuff's up on Prime now. So, sweet. like, uh, Card Fight Vanguard. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Allie, you, you know, that too? Yeah. Pop yeah. logged into Prime one day, and that was the first thing that shows up. And I was like, no way. What's your character? Who's your character? Uh, Luna Yumizuki. Oh. Yeah. She's a, a pop diva. Um, she's like the sweetest thing ever. She's pink haired and <laughs> everything I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is why I love her. Great. Oh, check awesome. that out on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> well, I do. I'll, so. I'll trade you for your Disney login. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cut that out. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want Bezos or uh, Iger to come after us. I want them both. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Any publicity is free. It's good publicity. Yep. Who are the big ones? There's Disney and Amazon. What is, what's the other like big billionaire dude? Um, Apple. Google. Who's Apple's CEO? Tim Apple. <laughs> right, Tim Apple. Tim Cook. <laughs> Tim Cook. Right. Tim Those Cook are the and three. Apples. Those are the we need to unite the three. <laughs> Holy Trinity. <laughs>
and rocket them into space, never to be seen again. Mm, name of the apples. The Amazon give me their the money. Plus. Oh. oh boy! All right, that's, that's, yeah. that's going to be in my head now. Yeah. We got to end there. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. Uh, you can, of course, uh, email us at the Hammock District on Third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon to get bonus eps. Uh, GPS we, coordinates. <laughs> no. <laughs> No one can know the location of our <laughs> secret studios. Um, but uh, yeah, we just did a top five uh, things of the decade. Part one was just re- was released recently, and the next part will be coming out at the end of this month. So get ready for a new decade, everybody. It's happening whether you're ready or not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's accurate, but weird way to say it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody, and keep watching the skis.